The book was better. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy spooky day. All Hallows Eve. Or whatever you want to call it. Um, Samhain. 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 What? Samhain is what it's technically originates from, which is an Irish holiday. Okay, then. If you want to get into the origins of uh, Halloween. Am I? I think I'm right on that. It's a... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Not the word, but the the people. It's the same thing where it's like Christmas. We celebrate Christmas when we do because it was originally a holiday of the pagan. Pagan. It was a pagan holiday. Pagan holiday. <laughs> I was like, what? Great. Yeah, I love celebrating the pagan holidays as a good Christian woman. But yeah. Um, Sam, I, I was trying to say it the way that you would say it in Celtic, which is like, Salmon, but it's Sam Hain. Sam Hain is how we would say it in our American accent. But um, it's a Gaelic festival marking the end of the harvest season mm. and the beginning of the winter. So that's what it is. It's not based on Al Hallow's Eve and all that. No, it's Sam. Hain. No, it started as Sam. Hain. Sam Hain is on Monday, October thirty first. That's where we get Halloween from. I always assumed it had to do with the the holiday of All Hallows Eve. I feel like that's no, what I was I'm always taught. Google real quick. I Samhain feel like festival. That's what I was taught. Samhain is observed from sunset on October thirty first to the sunset on November first. It is the celebration that is the origin origin of Halloween. Hmm. It was first observed by Celtic pagans. Marked the Celtic New Year, the end of summer, and the end of the harvest season. There you go. You learn something new every day. So. And they celebrated by um, doing bonfires and feasts, veneration of the dead, whatever that. Interesting. Cool. There's where the spooky season's spooky stuff comes from, probably. That would make sense. Um, they did divination, different kind of witchy origin stuff. All that, all that pagan stuff. Evil, but we then twisted it to be like, oh, spooky. Yeah. Anyway, a little knowledge for you about where Halloween came from, because apparently like something that I've seen a lot online recently is, um, Outside of the United States, like when people are like, oh, are you celebrating Halloween? People go like, no, that's an American holiday. And then Irish people are all being like, uh, no, it's not an American holiday. It started here in Ireland. Um, I would call it a Western holiday in the traditional Western world kind of sense. Um, Like. A lot of like when I lived in Japan, they knew about it because Westerners kind of like would celebrate it. And so 
But that's like how they know. So let's take that as an example. In Japan, other than like maybe children, did anybody actually do anything for Halloween? I mean, they use it as an excuse to like have a party. <laughs> okay, that's similar to what adults do here, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, but if you were to ask them, they'd be like, like, what is Halloween? They're like, it, I don't know. It's that holiday where you dress up and. Eat candy. Eat candy. <laughs> we see it in American TV and movies. Like, that's what a there lot of them go. would say. It's American TV. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. I've seen that on, like, um, Instagram stories and. Hmm, that's interesting. Mentioned in some YouTube and stuff. So. Probably on TikTok, because if I'm seeing it on Instagram Reels, it's probably also on TikTok. Probably. So. Well, that's the fun um, educational portion of this uh, podcast. <laughs> where did Halloween come from? That. That is where Halloween came from. Um, but yeah. What um, I, I have actual traditional in the American sense Halloween plans because I have children. Yeah, so I have, I will be trick-or-treating this evening. Well, the evening that this episode is released. So I'm going to talk like it's this evening. (laughs) My five-year-old is a witch. My three-year-old is a fairy. Classic. I am being a witch. And if my husband gets home in time from work to go trick-or-treating with us, uh, my three-year-old says that he, uh, he has to be on her team. So he has to <laughs> be has a fairy. To be a fairy. Oh, good. Uh-huh. Or some sort of like woodland elf creature Fang thing creature. that could be considered on her team. That's um, so fun. I am 34 weeks pregnant. And I wasn't going to buy really much for this costume. So honestly, we're just going to see what I can throw together. I have some like long black and white striped socks, right? Those are witchy. Yeah. I've got a black cloak thing. Okay. That I used last year to be a Jedi. Oh, yeah. And also I used it as as a Harry Potter robes, like Hogwarts robes. Um, reduce, reuse, so recycle. Is that what I can repurpose. But it's like I am getting very limited in what I can fit in. So I'm also a little mad because we originally had this really fun Halloween family costume idea because the girls literally it, 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 a month ago, this was still the plan. And then just a couple weeks ago, my girls changed their mind and that's how kids are. But it was my kids were going to be Sonic and Tails because they're obsessed with those new Sonic had the Hedgehog movies. Yeah. And then I was going to be Dr. Robotnik. With my pregnant belly. Oh, that would have been as the egg as the awesome. Eggman belly. Right? Wouldn't that have been amazing? That would have been so funny. And then we were gonna make my husband be Knuckles, I think. That was an opportunity missed. That was an opportunity and I'm so mad, but I mean I, good on they, you for like bending to the whims of your children, but that is a <sighs> bit of a bummer for the rest I'm like, of us. We're not always gonna have a perfect family costume, and that's okay. Yeah. I'm trying to let the kids have their fun. But, but they originally were the ones who wanted to do Sonic costumes. And I was like, yeah, but you should know I will be super pregnant that of point. a child. What a funny way for me to be Eggman. Like, no, they changed it. So 
Instead, Sorry, y'all, you will not be seeing pregnant that witch. picture. No, instead, you're going to see a pregnant witch. Yep. <laughs> With a, a tiny, very sassy witch mm-hmm. and fairy. So that's that's what we're we're doing. With Halloween being on a Monday, I feel like most people at this point, if if they aren't also a parent, have already done any sort of celebrating yeah, that most, they're going to do. Most parties I saw took place on like Saturday or to, uh, today, Sunday, the day we're recording, not the day this is released. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it's kind of Monday's almost like the worst day for Halloween to be on because Mondays are just rough. But I guess it's like nice because it is like the weekend right before. So you can still do it. But we're not doing anything. Um super fun or exciting um my husband is dressing up as a rooster from the new top gun maverick um when he's like in his like hawaiian shirt with his aviators and jeans um because that's clothes he already owns so and he's exactly that's what you do (laughs) so he can just whip that together i'm gonna go as like i'm still debating honestly i don't because we're not doing anything but I love Halloween, mm-hmm. so I feel like I have to do something. So I'm trying to find something that will match one of the costumes I got for Max. I have a few options for one him. One of the costumes you got for yeah, Max? I have some you're options. You're that person? I you're am that, that person. pet parent? I've been taking your him. multiple costumes. They were on sale. Um, I've been taking him. <laughs> they were on sale. <laughs> I've been taking him for walks on campus in you the different costumes. You live in Hawaii. It's hot. He doesn't want any extra layers on his fur. He's fine. <laughs> Move somewhere um, cold first. <laughs> but I take him for walks on campus and all the students love seeing him in his little outfits. Um, so, so funny. but my OK, well, my plan what is you, what have you got, Max, then? <laughs> he has a, a little teddy bear costume, which is pretty cute. But okay. I don't know what I could do with that. Uh, he has a little jockey. It's like a harness. Where it's got a jockey on the back that looks like it's riding him. Which is pretty hilarious. <laughs> do oh yeah, that's I don't know what you would do with that either. I don't know what I'd do, <laughs> but, but pretty it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> so I'm probably gonna have him wear that just because it's funny and it's a little bit cooler because it's just a harness. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I'll do. I may just you do You could s- be like spooky a radio makeup. announcer, like with the announcer person for the horse race. Eh, it's so boring, though. Or you could be like my fair lady style it and just dress real fancy lady. I don't own any of that. I live in Hawaii. <laughs> well, but also, I guess you don't have most of your like cosplay stuff no. to pull from with no. you there. I'm very limited. Yeah. All I have is fun makeup. So I'm going to do some kind of fun makeup look. I just don't know what yet. See, and I feel like that's what most of my costumes going to turn into, because otherwise I think it'll just be like I'll be in like a black dress. Yeah. With a cloak <laughs> or a black shirt like, you know, and then I'll do like spider web on my eyes. You See, know, that's what I did last year. Like <laughs> we went out on Halloween and I did the the spider web eyeliner and like the fun, spooky makeup. So I'll do something. I'm I'm debating between. Like maybe something like pop art, like 1950s pop art could be fun. Um, So we'll see if you want to see what I end up doing. I'm sure I've posted a photo on our Instagram. So, yeah, we'll so. This when this episode comes out, it'll probably be after 
because this episode will come out during the day. Yeah. And then festivities will happen in the evening. And also Hawaii has a four hour time difference. Yes. From the rest of the mainland. So though not for much longer. No. We're about to go back to three hours. <laughs> Thank goodness. And then um, we're we're T minus six months from me being in Arizona. So Hollow freaking Louis. Yeah. So countdown's on. We will yeah, so we'll share our Halloween fun. Um, we'd love to hear what you dressed up as or what you decided to do um, with your Halloweening. Otherwise, that's our little Halloween update for the yep. day. There's your Halloween fun fact on where it came from. Yeah. And now we'll get into the meat of the episode which is our Halloween special. So we are talking spooky, spooky books and spooky movies. As spooky as Taylor will go, which is a children's book. So you're <laughs> welcome for all of you other people out there who hate scary movies. I'm there for you. I wanted to do I Am Legend, but maybe next year. Maybe next year. <laughs> I wasn't in the mental state to do a, a really scary one this year. I am legend is not even that scary, though. I can't do suspense. Even you're okay. going to you're going to laugh at me for saying this. Even watching the witches, I had to skip through a couple parts because I just could not handle the stress of not knowing what was going to happen. My anxiety. <laughs> but you've read the book, so you do know what's No, I watched happen. the movie first. Oh, okay. because I didn't want it to See, ruin I've read the, the book movie. Before, so it like. So I didn't know what was going to happen. And I was like, oh, this is just stressing me out too much. I, my anxiety has <laughs> been too children. high. <laughs> my anxiety has been too high lately to handle anything new. I've been binging like reruns of stuff where I know exactly what's going to happen because that's easier on my poor that's nerves. That's all you can handle right now. Okay. My poor nerves. Well, <laughs> so maybe next year I'll be okay. in a better headspace and then, yeah, we can do something more intense. Right. Okay. So we'll see when she's in the mainland what what that does. But um, so, yes, today. Also, did we ever say this is the book? Welcome to the book was better podcast. Nope. I'm we Kaylee Clark. Right over that. <laughs> My name is Taylor right Halloween stuff. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Um, so, yeah, book was better podcast. And today we're talking about road dolls, the witches, the witches compared to the 2020 a movie adaptation, which was done by um, Warner Brothers, Zemeckis, right? Is the director? Yeah, I don't know. I just, Zemeckis did I just it. know it's Warner Brothers. Um, uh, and then we could have done the 1990 version, but this one's new. This and one was newer. It looked and interesting. It's got Anne Hathaway in it. Well, and I hadn't seen it before, whereas I remember watching the 1990 movie like in a class in elementary school during like a Halloween party. Yeah, I've never seen the like, 1991. I believe we read the but... book and then watched the movie in class when I was in like the third grade or something. I had never read this book prior to this. It was like. A recovered memory, honestly, because like I started <laughs> reading this book again and I was like, well, I, and I say again, because I had forgotten that I'd ever even read it before. Yeah, like, I was like. The witches, I've read a lot of Road Doll, but I can't remember if I've read this one or not. And like I started reading it and I was like, oh, no, I've definitely read this, but I must have been like 
a kid, like a small kid. You just repress the memory. (laughs) And then as I was watching the new movie and like seeing clips and stuff from the new movie, I remember going like, I've seen this done in a different way. And then I like went back and watched the trailer for the 1990 version. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And like all these memories came back and I was like, I've seen this movie before. I had no recollection of it until now. So it was just kind of funny. Yeah. But um, so we could have done the 1991, but I do think the 2021 is worth watching and worth talking about. Though I will say, and I was kind of frustrated by this. And I said before (laughs) that this one was available on HBO Max. And I was like, great, cool. I guess they took it it off before I had a chance to watch it. And I'm so mad. Max original. That's what I thought. But I couldn't find it. I went on my HBO Max. Why wouldn't they keep it on HBO? (laughs) And I couldn't find it. And then I went on like... So you can like rent it for three dollars on YouTube or, or rent it for three dollars on Apple for like ten bucks, which is what you did. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't just well, gonna. I was like, I can't, I can't justify buying a movie I've never seen before. To be fair, it was a good movie. It's funny they have the 1990 version on HBO Max still, but they took off the 2021, <laughs> and I'm so mad. <laughs> that is funny. I was like, come on! The day I needed it, they were like, nope. Jokes on you. So now I own this uh, movie. It's Halloween season when people will want to watch it. No, no, we won't put it on there. (laughs) No, so frustrated. Um, But yeah, so today we're going to be talking about The Witches, the 2020 version. Um, However, it is based on a children's book. So it's not a very long shorter, shorter book. And just honestly... There are definitely differences, which we're still going to talk about, but we were looking at it and like looking at our notes and our lists and things and nothing was we we couldn't really justify much to be big enough to be considered a true grievance to the point that there would be enough for both of us to talk about three individual things. If we did, it would be like a 20 minute episode. So and I say that and, as we're already it, 20 minutes into the episode, but it's yeah, fine. But that's because we haven't even started talking about it yet, because honestly, there's not much. To, no, they did a really good job. I really like a really movie. good job. So I was quite um, impressed. So we're not going to be doing the three, two, one grievance format. This is going to follow more along the lines of what we did with the final divergent book. Yeah. But for entirely different reasons for this one, it's because the adaptation was so good. There's not actually that much to talk about. Whereas with Allegiant, was it? Yeah, it was just the final one. It was just such a mess and so bad. And we wanted to repress it from our memories so badly that we just did what we could to get it over with. Seriously. Very different reasons. We are omitting again our normal format. Yeah. Um, so I'll still give a spiel. I'll still give a summary and lineup and everything. And then we're just going to kind of just talk generically about the differences we did notice because there are a couple big ones. Yeah, there's like three big ones and then a 
few little ones. Was it three? I thought we decided it was really only two. <laughs> no, there were there was three. Two big ones, one medium one, a bunch of small ones. And then a bunch of small ones, which wasn't enough for both of us to each take like three grievances no. from. So, okay. So, The Witches by Road Dahl was originally published in 1983. Um, Road Dahl was a British novelist, wrote tons of children's books. Um, most commonly known are Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Matilda. Yep. Um, we've talked about Matilda. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is on our list. We have um, also talked about um, Fantastic Mr. Fox, which was another one of his. Oh, yes. And Fantastic Mr. Fox. And then there's a bunch more that are there's on our list, too. There's also James like on the Giant Peach. James and the Giant Peach. The BFG. Yeah. Um, so many of his. He's a, uh, yeah. The, He's got a lot. I think. Was the Twits ever turned into a, a movie? I think it might have been. I don't know. I can't remember. Again, I'm having like a recovered memory of like, I just want to remember seeing, watching something about that as a child, but maybe not. Um, Let me see. I'll Google. But yeah, um, very prolific children's author. Very good. Um, so no. the, witches the project wrote, was abandoned around 2012. Oh, interesting. But it was talked about. Okay. <laughs> um, but The Witches was published in 1983. Um, and then there are two film adaptations, the one in 1990, which was done by Jim Hans Jim Henson, the, the Muppets guy, and then the 2020 version, which is the one we are talking about. So, um, some really, and when you, when you look at it, you're, it's not surprising why it's so good, right? So, um, it was directed by Robert Zemeckis and the screenplay was by Robert Zemeckis, as well as Kenya Barris and Guillermo del, Tor del Toro. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's a big deal. So, um, who's also a director. So I'm not sure how they decided between them that like, even though they both Robert Zemeckis and Guillermo del Toro worked on the screenplay, that Zemeckis would be the director. I don't know how they came to that conclusion, but I they both know. worked on it, which is... Why it's pretty dang good, right? Yeah. Um, the music was done by Alan Silvestri. Never have any complaints about the music. No, it was fine. And uh, casting was done by Victoria Burroughs. Um, pretty good cast. I feel like the casting was also. It was pretty good. Very well done. Um, very entertaining. I don't know. I know everybody talks about Anne Hathaway, but I freaking love Octavia Spencer, who plays the grandma. She's so, so good. And obviously Stanley Tucci is a gift. He can never do any wrong. Any any anything wrong ever. So he's we, great. We stand Stanley Tucci. So um Chris Rock as the voice of the older hero boy is hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Well, and he, you know, essentially narrates it, which is uh yeah. And the boy, I, I'm not going to lie, though, that kind of threw me a little bit at first. That's fair. Hearing, because, again, when I just hear his voice and I don't see his face, I picture Marty, the, the zebra, zebra from um, Madagascar, the Madagascar movies. So I was a little thrown, not going to lie. Um, Jazir Bruno, who plays the young boy, the young main mm -hmm. boy, does a great job. 
uh, really. He did a good job, and his voice acting as a mouse is so good. Um, The only one that was... He's also just... He's just cute. Yeah. The only one that was interesting for me was Kristen Chenoweth as uh, the other, like, as Daisy slash Mary... (laughs) Which we'll get we'll into. We'll talk about that. But yeah. it just, that was the only one that her voice kind of threw me the most. Because she is not a child. No. But she's supposed to be a child. And so it was like a grown woman's voice being like, yeah, I'm a kid. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, though? <laughs> so, but yeah, overall, the casting, I think, was really well done. Octavia Spencer just does such a good and like everything. Alabama just... grandma fun. Oh, it was just it was so sweet. It was so good. A little hard for me to view her as a grandma. Yeah, it made me feel a little weird. Old. I was I'm like, like, am I old? But like she is technically old enough to be a grandma. Well, yeah, if you think about it, the boy's young, you know, and I mean, look at our mom. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. If you start having kids young, and your kids have kids young, then you will be a grandma relatively young. So, and this but was it's still just hard for me to like view 60s, her. So they didn't give her really any makeup or grandma anything. traits. Like they no. didn't give her a gray streak in her hair. They they did nothing. So I was no. like, Grandma's she looks looking good. Good. Keeping <laughs> it tight. Grandma's looking real good. <laughs> so Grandma's um, looking real good. And I will say um, the other thing, just with the Chris Rock voice that I think is kind of funny is when you're expecting like if you only have read the book and you're going into this movie expecting the same thing like if you haven't seen the trailer and all of a sudden it's like this clearly southern black man talking you're like is this the same thing you're like what am i watching <laughs> yeah it's a little different we'll, yeah we'll talk about it we'll talk about it but overall um, casting really good job yeah um overall summary We'll talk about the, the, the little changes that happen, but um, for, the most, for the most part, storyline is the storyline. So um, it's a story about a boy whose parents die. And so he goes to live with his grandma and his grandma tells him these stories about real witches and kind of starts teaching him how to tell the difference between a real witch from any other ordinary woman, right? Um, and he encounters a witch, which makes them decide, like, mm, maybe we shouldn't stay here because witches hate children beyond anything else. And they can, like, sniff them out. And they're like a hunting dog in the sense where it's like once they've got their sights on something, they're on a kid, they're not going to forget about it kind of thing. So, but as luck would have it, they go away to a hotel that is hosting the annual witches convention with the grand high witch. Um, so the boy learns of this plot that the witches have to essentially eradicate all the children in that given area in the book. It's in England in the movie. It's in America. But again, well, in the, in the movie, they essentially say worldwide. They're essentially they're trying okay. to take out all there the kids everywhere. Um, and in discovering this plot, he gets discovered by the witches and the boy gets turned into a mouse. 
However, as a mouse, he can still talk and he still has his personality. So he goes and he finds his grandma and tells his grandma all that he found out. And they come up with this plan to basically give the witches a taste of their own medicine. And they're going to steal this potion. Yeah, literally. They're going to steal this potion and give it and sneak it actually into the witches food so that all the witches get turned into mice instead. The boy stays a mouse, but they they win over the they win against the witches, which is what the win is. Um, and then he lives on his out his days happy as a mouse, which are not grandma. that many days. <laughs> no, because he's, he's a mouse. A mouse. <laughs> it's like, oh, at most, he's going to live like five more years. But, yeah. Um, but that's that's essentially exact same story that happens in the book happens in the movie. So. Yeah. Now we'll get into those differences. So, and the main one like that we, we're going to dive into first is obviously location and... And the set. Yeah, the setting. The setting. is very different. Yeah. Uh, the book takes place in Norway. England and Norway. It starts in England and then he moves to Norway. The grandma and the boy are from Norway. They're Norwegian. Yeah. His parents were Norwegian. But they moved to dad, England... For like work for his dad's job and for him to go to school. So then after his parents die, his grandma moves to England so that he can keep going to school. But a a large chunk of the story starts in Norway. But the hotel is back in in Norway. No, in England. It's It's in England. England? I thought it was in Norway. No, it's on the south. It's on the south beach. Oh, right, right, right. Right. Because grandma gets sick and cannot travel back to Norway. Yeah. (laughs) Um, whereas the movie, the 2020 movie, uh, starts in Chicago and that's where his parents get in the car accident and pass away. And then he moves with his grandma to Alabama. Mm-hmm. And it's also 1968. 68. The book does not specify a time period, but you, I mean, it was written and released in the late 80s. Late 80s. And it feels that that's the same. So they they moved it a little bit earlier, I think, for the main reason of they wanted that specific time period right around the time of um, desegregation and yeah, (laughs) civil rights, all of that, because they did also change the main characters to be black to the story. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to talk a ton about it but i i I wasn't mad at the change i mean i really i really liked it (laughs) i thought it was fun it being in alabama i definitely think they partially made the change to appeal to american audiences more by having it happen in america compared to in england yeah um so i'm never gonna complain about seeing diversity on screen no especially when you get octavia spencer being this awesome grandma oh she's amazing she's yeah. amazing um but i definitely think it did add a little layer to the story especially like when they go to the hotel people are like you're black what are you doing here this is a very expensive hotel like <laughs> because they do purposefully kind of portray that at this hotel the people visiting are white the people who work there are black yeah all the employees are pretty much black and in typical 60s fashion. Yeah. <laughs> and it is very sweet at the end because the grandma goes around with the hundred dollar bills that she got and gives each worker a hundred dollars, which in the 60s, 
That is a lot of money. <laughs> Let's see. How much is a hundred dollars from sixty-eight? Is that what we yep, said? Nineteen sixty-eight. Worth today. Oh. How much? She was going around giving around nine hundred dollars to people. Oh jeez, yeah. <laughs> $100 in 1968 is equivalent in purchasing power to about $852.90 today. So she was giving out big bucks. Good night. Inflation has been atrocious. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's obviously a very big change. And the fact that it happens in Alabama also means, like, obviously there's a bit more just southern... Well, when vibes. you think about, like, the Deep South, um, there's a lot of really cool like magic lore. and lore and, like, witchcraft and voodoo and hoodoo, right? Like, there's a lot of really cool, rich history around all of that in the South to begin with. Yeah. Um, which I find just totally fascinating. Has anybody seen... Um, the Princess okay, and the Frog. Talk. Sorry, no, not the princess. Sorry, then when I think of hoodoo voodoo in the South, all I think of is Princess and the Frog. <laughs> like, what? No, the skeleton key. Oh no, I have no, I have no idea. It's amazing. It's so good, and it's it also plays off of the the like lore and history of like traditional is traditional the right word i don't know but just like voodoo magic mm -hmm. in new orleans that's yeah. where yeah that one takes place that's um, a good that's a quote-unquote scary movie it's considered a horror thriller film it's from 2005 so i don't think it's that scary now that's why I that's it, why i don't know what you're talking about because I okay. will never watch it. Um, no, it's so good, though. So. But that's um, what it kind of like some of the stuff by. that the yeah. grandma does. And with, with off of that southern um, knowledge with like that southern. I will say like in the book, the boy and the grandma kind of bond through the stories of the witches. Whereas mm -hmm. in the movie, it's very cute the scenes are very cute of after his parents death he's like super depressed which i'm like yeah as you would be and uh -huh. the grandma kind of helps him to get out of his funk with dancing and eating and it's just and sweets and it's yeah. very southern grandma to me i just think that it was it just made sense even though it was different it like just kind of fit that different setting and it made for some very cute fun scenes with Octavia Spencer just being the sweetest grandma ever. She was great. And with the grandma, that's another, I would say, big change where she's not like a witch hunter like she is in the book. She's more of like a, a healer, kind of like a, a witch doctor kind of vibe where it's like she like uses crystals and herbs and she knows you know, she has like a little bit of magic. It's not very strong, but enough to kind of know how to heal ailments and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, she tries to heal the mouse 
problem. Like she tries to turn them back into humans, but her magic isn't strong enough to beat the witches. So they stay as mice. And he's like, it's fine. I don't mind being a mouse. And but uh, that's <laughs> that's very different. Um, just in the grandma's character. But I think mm. it makes her a bit softer and a bit more grandma esque to have her be more like that than like, yeah, I'm a. I'm a witch hunter. <laughs> it's like more of a intense vibe for grandma. Well, but they both in the book and the movie, they clearly create this backstory that the grandma has experienced witches and magic before. Yes. Not in the same way necessarily, but like in the book, Right. Like grandma's missing this thumb and she won't talk about why she's missing the thumb. And you never find out why looks at it. No. (laughs) And she like looks at it when witches are brought up and when like weird things happen. Right. And. um, In the book, she tells a story specifically about five kids that she knew that were vanished in some way by a witch yeah and in the movie it's just the they one do take inspiration from one of those five and i which get... was turning a little girl into a chicken yeah <laughs> i get why like we didn't need all of the stories no like for the sake of However, time i'm a little bummed because the picture one i think is so creepy. that's insane cool. Like, that would have been awesome if that had been the one. Like, yeah, that's the one they do. That's the one they keep. And that's the example they use in the 1990 version mm-hmm. of the movie. And I almost wonder if they just wanted to do something different from the 1990 oh, one. <laughs> oh, most definitely. The They're chicken like, oh, one, man, was... that one happened first. And they took the best example, which yeah. is the daughter. The father discovers that the daughter is in their oil painting which hadn't had people in it before. And that every time someone looked at the painting, the girl would move and get older until 54 years later, she didn't show up anymore. And it's like, oh, she finally died in the painting world. Like, I don't know. Of old age? Like, <laughs> I will say the chicken one makes sense in the context of turning children into animals to, where they yeah, like yeah, turn yeah. them into kids. So it's like, oh, or turn them into kids. Sorry, turn the kids into mice. <laughs> And so turning them into chickens like that makes sense. And you can kind of make that connection a little easier. But it also makes you think that's the only thing that witches can do to children is turn them into animals. Yeah. Um, I apologize if anybody else can hear the clicking. I believe Taylor's husband is playing a video game. Oh. Because I've heard nonstop clicking this whole time. He is just pressing repetitively on the same button. It's fine. It's not We're showing. We're just explaining it so that I don't have to edit it out because that would be annoying. It's not showing up on my uh, on my timeline, like on my what is that called? The sound bar? I don't know. Anyways, we'll see. The decibel meter? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it's called either. But We're professionals. We'll see. Uh, no, we have never claimed to be professionals, nor will I ever. So, <laughs> it's all right. Um, so yeah, setting clearly a very large change. Yes, grandma uh, timeline, very large change. Grandma is a big change. The other change. big one is the the Daisy it's Mary Daisy. mouse thing. And this is the one where I will I raise it. complaint because it doesn't make sense why they thought it was necessary 
it seems dumb. Maybe because... In the book, he is given a mouse. He's, he's given, given two, two mice. Two mice. William and Mary. they're actual mice. They are just mice. They're just mice. In the movie, he is given one mouse. Who he names Daisy. And it is revealed her actual name is Mary, which is I guess Ma- is a nod to the Mary in mouse the, in the, the book. mice, yeah. But it's like, she it doesn't, doesn't play a pivotal follow. role. No. Like, you have another, another mouse voice. child. It's just another voice and another, like, quote unquote person, even though they're mice, for, you know, him and Bruno to interact with, right? Yeah, like another, and I guess they wanted another female. They wanted a female mouse child. I don't know. But again, it's voiced by Kristen Chenoweth in a hard southern accent which is hard well, to unhear naturally has a southern accent doesn't she yeah but she goes full on and she's not a child and it doesn't fully sound like a child it really threw me off that's the main thing that detracted from the movie for me it was it was a lot like it almost seemed and i, I know it sounds weird like it almost seemed fake southern in com- like in contrast to all the other accents I was hearing. Like all the rest, I, w- I, g- I was like, OK. And then she talked and I was like, what? Why do you sound like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, and like at some points, it almost sounded like she was Brit- trying to do a British accent. Like, I don't it know. It was weird. I don't it know. Was weird. It was a lot. And I was like, no, and no. Unnecessary. You guys changed it so that it's not happening in England anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. And she... Yeah, it, it just doesn't make any sense why they felt the need. I did because it, it makes it seem like when the grand hoo ha, the grand witch, introduces the mouse potion, it's like this huge deal. But then it's like Daisy got changed into a mouse by a witch like a couple months ago. But I thought this mouse yeah. potion was a new thing. Was a new thing that was being announced so at this convention. Was she yeah. the prototype child? Like, was she the? Was she the prototype? Was child? she like lesson zero on the? No, I just because don't know. the example quote unquote prototype child was, was supposed to be Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense. It that didn't make this sense. Other kid. So that was yeah. if I had one grievance for this film, it would be that. It would be Here's something Daisy. that I will say about her Southern accent uh-huh. is that there is not just one Southern accent. No. So Kristen Chenoweth is originally from Oklahoma, which will be a different accent than Alabama. But they're supposed even to be if just in. Slightly. Well, I don't know. The hotel's located, they said, by the Gulf of Mexico. Well, yeah, but Alabama, I think is off the coast of Mexico, the Gulf of Alabama. Mexico. Alabama. Where the heck? I don't, I don't know. Right next to Louisiana. I guess, yeah, that very, and the Carolinas. it's got the little boot on the bottom that extends. Yeah, that's Florida, where the hotel would be. Florida cuts most of it off from the Gulf. Listen, people outside of the United States are going to have care. no idea what we're talking about. They don't about. care. They don't realize just how big the U.S. can be, so... What's next? Uh, I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure Alabama, it's right down there along the Gulf with all those others that get hit by hurricanes. That's Louisiana. No, Mississippi. Mississippi is the one that is right next to Alabama. 
Well, yeah, but Louisiana is also right there. Yes, it is. There we go. There you go. And then there's Florida and the, Car- and the Carolinas. So it's yeah. just like that little boot. But that's where they would put the hotel. But Oklahoma is in a totally different area. Oklahoma is... What are you talking about? I'm talking about Kristen Chenoweth. It's from Oklahoma. Oklahoma's yeah. not in the book at all. No, I know. I'm saying, but she's... So her organic accent wouldn't make sense in this context. I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's why it might sound like over the top yeah. or overdone. Because she might be trying to force a different style of Southern. Maybe. I don't know. It's just I know weird, she's an and I orphan. Don't so I don't, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> not Kristen Chenoweth. The, oh, the mouse. Like what? <laughs> no. Sorry. Interesting. I yeah, I can't speak for Kristen Chenoweth, but the Daisy is an orphan. So she has zero connections to anyone. So uh, yeah, the introduction of this mouse just seems dumb. Yeah with you there so that's my big complaint um is there anything else you want to mention on that before we go into like the small differences the only other thing that i was gonna mention that i guess would be considered a small difference maybe is just how the witches are described Mm -hmm. versus how they're portrayed yeah that's fair that's fair where some of it's held true, right? Like they wear wigs because they're actually bald. Mm-hmm. They all wear gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, they they are don't missing have toes. toes. Well, it's not that they're missing toes in the book. So that that's in, that's something that is slightly changed too. in the book. It's described as they just don't have toes. So their feet are just squares. Yeah, it was hard to tell in the movie if they just didn't have toes or if they were like, they were supposed to be stitching. I couldn't tell if they were just wearing tights. And so that's yeah, why there no was like idea. a line. Yeah, I did not know. But um, the big thing that I was like, I wasn't entirely certain why they made the decision they made. Um, and clearly there was a little bit of an uproar, if anybody can remember when this movie came out about, was in the book, he, Rodol never describes the witches as having only so many fingers Mm -hmm. he explains that they wear gloves to hide their claw like fingernails they have five fingers but then instead of just normal fingernails they have cat claws at the end of each finger yeah how it's described in the book but they like took claw like hands and made them like like a bird and made them claw basically i think i think i was there's so many different um terms but i think i found the right one and i you can correct me if i'm wrong anybody listening but i think it's called ectrodactyly and it's essentially there are people who are actually born with birth defects that make it so that they have only three fingers or four fingers and don't have a thumb or, they're, you know, and essentially their hands naturally look the way they make Anne Hathaway's e- extra, hands look. Extradactually is specifically missing the middle fingers. That, that's sure, I have no specific idea. One. I, again, 
Again, correct me. Based on I'm my probably partially wrong, but, but but it's like it was an interesting choice because again, it wasn't necessary. Oh, someone just barked. No, but I remember. I just oi, you're fine. It's quiet time. You don't need to bark. You're. I fine. didn't realize at first because this again, you don't think about things that don't affect you and your life. I have five fingers on each hand. Mm -hmm. um, so at first when I saw the trailers and stuff, I was like, oh, that's kind of funky. They gave the witches only like three fingers. But then I thought it and but then like when people started getting upset about it, I was like, OK, no, I can actually see that because. I imagine people who naturally have fewer fingers or have missing fingers and missing just like any um you know like uh physical uh difference or deformity especially with children <laughs> they already are going to ask lots of questions they probably already get weird looks and weird judgments and things right so let's not then associate that difference or deformity with witches Being that are an evil, evil and want to kill children <laughs> like okay like not a great look so whoever made that decision, I don't know if that would have been right done from the beginning with the screenplay writers or if that was a decision made by like makeup. Who knows? I don't know. Not a good not a good decision. I don't think not a not a great look. Yeah. Especially when you could have done enough with the especially with the grand high witch if they something they didn't do is the like peeling off of her face to reveal a much more grotesque face which to be <laughs> fair is kind of horrifying they allude to in the mirror i get they it they allude to in the mirror but it also would probably be kind of horrifying for a child to mm -hmm. see someone rip off their face essentially you wouldn't have had to show it on screen necessarily to allude to it <laughs> yeah so and they also added the big mouths that's not really described in the book but in the movie they have like these joker smiles almost and their mouths like open too wide and then the grand witch has like a double forked tongue which is pretty gross um but i don't know it's just different what other differences? Um, There's not many. So I'll do a, a speed round really quick. Uh, just some of the ones that. Oh, my dog just found where I hid his squeak toy. So uh, we may start hearing some squeaks. That's fine. We're wrapping up anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, OK, so grandma doesn't smoke, which honestly, not a bad change. I appreciate that they didn't show her smoking cigars all the time. Uh, what else do I have? Um, when he first meets the witch in the book, he has like a tree house. And in the movie, they just show it at the grocery store. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, in the book, it's very clear that the grandma has pneumonia. You know, they like talk about that. Whereas in the movie, they just have Octavia Spencer. She just has a cough. She has a cough and she kind of like says it's, oh, there must be a witch around. And I can't tell if she's joking to try to make her grandson feel better or if that's real. 
or if she's actually sick or what. They don't really yeah. clear that up. Oh, there's that squeaking. Yeah. <laughs> Could you squeak a little less, please? Thank you, sir. So that's one thing. Uh, we already talked about that. The room number they change in the movie. It's in the book. It's room 454 that the Grand Witch is staying in. In the movie, they say it's room 666, which is like very kind of cheesy. Ooh, it's very cheesy. Um, so uh, they definitely cut down. There's two scenes that they kind of cut down. One, when he goes to get the potion out of the room, he uh, is supposed to like run through the halls and get backed up to his grandma's room with the potion. But in mm -hmm. the movie, he just goes back up in the sock and it's like pretty quick. And then the uh -huh. kitchen scene, they cut down the kitchen scene a lot in the book. You know, it's kind of comedic. He ends up in the chef's yeah. pants at some point and they just kind of because it is for children <laughs> and they kind of cut that. So it did kind of bring the comedy. There's not like as much comedy in the movie, I would say, in like that traditional childish aspect, which I thought was interesting. No. Um, but they also don't show his tail getting chopped off, which was, is probably, you know, a little grotesque so they don't have that um and then the last one that i will mention is oh well and the uh, last two sorry one they added the cat in so that the cat eats the grand witch at the end essentially which well but in the book they do talk about how their grand plan is now that they know where all the other witches are mm-hmm they're going to go turn them all into mice and then release cats to eat them. Yeah. So I think that was a nod at that in the book. Yeah. But they just have her have the Grand Witch has a cat that she then like. Her. Yeah. Doesn't treat very well. Yeah. And so it's the pretty, cat eats pretty her. funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then. Bruno in the book, they send him back with his terrible parents. Bruno. Yeah, and we then they allude to the fact that they, they probably, like, killed him. I'm like, that's awful. <laughs> so I am glad the movie Bruno just stays with the boy and his grandma and they, like, live together all happy until, mm -hmm. you know, they all die at an early age because they're mice now. Because <laughs> they're mice. Yeah, um, they're, they age much quicker. But at least he's not brutally murdered by his own parents. So that I was mean, a big change. I don't know if we, we don't know if he was murdered necessarily. It's probably due to more just being really rich people who are neglectful and forgetful. I don't know. Out of sight, out of mind. They did talk about how they had a cat at home that they'd have to get rid of, you know? Yeah. Did they get rid of the cat right away? Did they forget why? Like, <laughs> who knows? So that's kind of like a nice, oh, at least Bruno had a happier ending. Because they do make Bruno mm -hmm. a lot more likable in the movie. He's less of a brat. He's more just like food obsessed. Um, and like he's definitely still the comedic relief character who's like, oh, let me get the cheese. Let me get the grape. I'm so hungry all the time. Um, mm -hmm. And so... You like him a little bit more than the bratty kid in the book who's like, my daddy's so rich and I have all the money and, you know, you care a bit less about Bruno in the book. But yeah, I'm glad movie Bruno had a happier end. Yes. Positive um, change. 
for and movie then, theater. Yeah, just the ending. Like, the movie has, like, an actual scene of the main boy as an old mouse teaching yeah. children. Chris Rock. Chris Rock, yeah. man. Uh, teaching children how to turn witches, like giving children the potion and sending them to their villages or wherever they're from to turn witches into mice. It's a little extreme. It's a little weird. He's yeah. like, children, let's murder all these witches <laughs> before they get to you. I'm like, that's that was an odd. And they show credit scene pictures. But like drawings, drawings and caricatures of witches and they're creepy they're they're i don't like it It was weird it was weird <laughs> i didn't like it i didn't like it <laughs> but i did like the postcard montage of the grandma with the three mice going around the country and the world to yeah. ki- take out all the witches i thought that was kind of cute but that's all my notes that's everything I have to say. Overall, I thought the movie was really well done. I thought it was cute. I really enjoyed it. And I highly recommend watching it if you haven't. And definitely read the book if you haven't, because it's a children's book. It is a book. cute book. It's such a quick read. And I just... I really like the way Rodol writes. Yeah. He's definitely got a style. He's definitely got a voice. It's very... Like, I started reading it and I was like immediately like, ah, yeah, this is Road Doll. There's good old Road. There's like that same voice and kind of humor and stuff that's found in Matilda. It's the same. Like it's it carries over across his works. It's very clearly him. Yeah. So it's enjoyable. My kids just need to get a little bit older and then I'll start reading some of his books with them, I think. Mm -hmm. So. Um. Not surprising due to the kind of lack of big differences. And also, I don't think it is Rodol's most popular book. No, um, we did not get any fan faux pas for this one. So. Yeah. Uh, instead, we will just answer, was the book better? I think the book was still better. Mm. Movie wasn't bad. But I wouldn't put them on equal footing like we have with others where the movie wasn't bad. I'd still I still say the book's Um, better. Yeah, the book was better marginally, though. I don't know. It's almost like uh, it's hard because there are aspects of the movie that I did really like. And I thought that it was. But it's almost like an inspiration because it is a totally different setting. Yeah. So it, it's it's a little bit tougher to compare. But yeah, I would say the book was still better, but the movie's still great. Mm hmm. It's true. But yeah, with no fan faux pas, that basically ends that. So we waited to release this episode so that we could release it on actual Halloween. So that means that our mini-sode will now come out in just a couple days. <laughs> you say waited like we did this on purpose and not that we just couldn't I did record. do this on purpose. I texted you specifically to say like, hey, let's just wait and record so that we can release it on Halloween. Right. I planned this. Oh, OK. I thought this was a happy <laughs> accident. Oh, <laughs> I was like, let's just release it on Halloween because why not? Yeah. That was my thought process. But. But because our mini is just going to come out in a couple days, I know it'll technically be November. But just a couple days after Halloween, 
there are so many good Halloween book. I mean, Halloween movies that don't stem from books. So they won't ever really be talked about on this podcast. So instead, we're going to talk about them in a mini-sode for fun. Yep. So if you want to hear that, that'll be out on Wednesday um, in just a couple days. And then... And then the next week... We're doing a collaboration with... um, we ship it podcast to talk about persuasion. So the and this current is plan the new Netflix. Persuasion. You're forcing my hand. I'm not happy about it. Um, but the current plan is that that will be released on November 9th. But depending on availability and whatnot um, with we ship it, that might have to be swapped with our quote unquote um thanksgiving, thanksgiving episode it's not really a thanksgiving episode there's not a lot of like thanksgiving books and movies <laughs> no so um we might just swap that around with um we're gonna be doing the hercule poirot po- po- I, I cannot speak french <laughs> um but it's essentially death on a nile murder death on, on a train nile those those books slash movies yes um so agatha christie one or the other yeah aren't those i I was just thinking that i was like i'm pretty sure those are agatha christie but my brain did like a little panic moment where i'm like i'm not gonna say it if i'm wrong so i mean i might be but i'm pretty sure they're agatha christie now you got me second guessing yep see but anyway uh yeah so we that's the plan there. So in a yeah, couple days if you here, want updates, we'll do a little bit of additional Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And if you want updates, you can always check out all of our posts on social medias at TBWD podcast, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the things. Uh, and also, please remember, if you enjoyed this episode uh, or if you want to know when we release more, Uh, You can follow or subscribe, depending on where you listen to this podcast, and rate and review. It helps us out a lot, and we love reading uh, any reviews that you guys write. And so we appreciate it. Yeah. But we hope you all have a safe Halloween and a fun Halloween. Sorry it's the end of spooky season, but, you know. Into Christmas season. It can always be spooky season in your heart. You want it to be. Sure. I don't know. I watch things like Nightmare Before Christmas year round. So. Yep. That squeaking is very loud. <laughs> I know. Um, otherwise, we hope that you all have a great week. And don't forget to read. <laughs>